Hello and welcome to another episode of the Secular Buddhism Podcast. This is episode number 90. I am your host, Noah Rochetta, and today I'm talking about the ultimate authority. Now, I think this is an interesting topic to bring up uh, because I, I usually start the podcast with this snippet of advice where I say, keep in mind the Dalai Lama's advice, do not use what you learned from Buddhism to be a Buddhist, use it to be a better whatever you already are. And I've mentioned this quote uh, roughly 90 times, once per episode, um, and I've mentioned it on several different occasions, and it was recently brought to my attention that this isn't actually a verifiable quote by the Dalai Lama. And I did a little investigating and research, and someone shared some uh, links to some articles. And when I first heard this, I came across this quote uh, while reading a book by Gerald Benedict, and he has it quoted in, in his book, um, a book called Buddhist Wisdom. And it has the, the, the phrase, just like I've always used it with the quotations. And naturally, I assumed if it's in a book and it's got quotes, it's the, it's the right quote. And then if you search for it online, you'll find the same thing. Dozens of people have used this quote, uh, including myself, including uh, Robert Wright and his book, Why Buddhism is True. You know, a lot of us have used this quote because uh, we really like the message. But apparently, the, the, uh, the actual quote can't be found anywhere. But it does look like there is a source for where this uh, quote or this thought originated. And that's from a book called Amazing Grace by Kathleen Norris. And in that book, it's relating an interfaith dialogue that happened a few years before she wrote the book. And, and here's how it's worded. I'll read it to you. So this is coming from her book, um, where she's saying, quote, uh, a young man I know was stunned uh, when he went to Thailand and, re and tried to join a Buddhist monastery. Go back home and become a Christian monk first, they told him. Learn your own tradition. At an interreligious conference of Buddhist and Christian monastics held not long ago at a Trappist monastery, a reporter asked the Dalai Lama what he would say to Americans who want to become Buddhists. And his reply was, don't bother, he said, learn from Buddhism if that is good for you, but do it as a Christian, a Jew, or whatever you are, and be a good friend to us. Close quote. All of that comes from Kathleen Norris's book. So it seems logical that what happened is somebody read this and then took the context of, of the, the implication of what was being discussed here, cleaned it up into a quote that we've all heard now, which is, don't become a Buddhist or, or don't, um, you know, don't try to use what you learn from Buddhism to be a Buddhist, use it to be a better, whatever you already are. Yes, that is the essence of what's being shared, but uh, no, that's not the exact quote. And I thought it was really fascinating to encounter this information and to realize, wow, if we're living in a day and age where the Dalai Lama is still alive, um, it shouldn't be difficult to have quotes, uh, verified when they're attributed to him uh, in, in, in the technology age that we live in. And yet here we are, and, and look how easy an idea, which I must admit, I think the idea is still accurate in what's being depicted, but it's, it's no longer, um, it's not accurate to depict it as an exact word-for-word -word quote. And that's what I've done and a lot of us have done. And 
so what what I thought when I encountered all this is, man, if we do that, do this today in this day and age with someone who's still alive, like the Dalai Lama, what hope do we have of trusting anything that was written, you know, long ago and attributed to someone like the Buddha? So on the fake Buddha quotes website, it has this quote. I'm sure some of you have heard this, but it says, believe nothing, no matter where you read it or who said it, no matter if I have said it unless it agrees with your own reason and your own common sense. And this is a quote often attributed to the Buddha. And it's, again, it's, there's, there's no verifiable source that that is uh, a Buddha quote or a quote by the Buddha. Now, there is the Kalama Sutta, and I've, I've quoted from there in the past, um, that you can read on, on access to insight. And the actual translation that they use for the Kalama Sutta says, Now Kalamas... Don't go by reports, by legends, by traditions, by scripture, by logical conjecture, by inference, by analogies, by agreement through pondering views, by probability, or by the thought this contemplative is our teacher. When you know for yourselves that these qualities are skillful, these qualities are blameless, these qualities are praised by the wise, these qualities when adopted and carried out lead to welfare and to happiness, then you should enter and remain in them. Now, so the gist of what's being said in that quote and the actual translation does imply this idea of don't believe something just because you read it somewhere. So the sentiment translates the, the exact words don't. Now, here's the irony for me. Even if you take the translated text that is supposedly the authority, um, you're still stuck with the problem of how do we know that was even translated properly? Anybody who speaks two languages knows that you can take an idea and a concept and translate it uh, from one language to another. And if you do it uh, based on the words, you're not going to get the, generally you won't get the right meaning. And if you do it based on the right meaning uh, or trying to teach the, you know, trying to convey the message, you may use the wrong words. Um, and I, I experience that all the time. I speak English and Spanish and I encounter this, uh, you know, just, in, in my day-to-day -day communication, trying to take one idea from one language to another. Well, imagine the teachings that we're reading that come from any source of, of Buddhist scriptures or any, any form of teachings. These are all translations of translations of translations. And oftentimes, um, you know, before they were ever written down, they were conveyed from person to person to person as oral traditions, as stories. So this is why I'm, I'm, I'm generally really cautious to share something and say, oh, here's what the Buddha taught, because how on earth could we know? All we know is what someone says that someone says that the, the Buddha taught, you know, and how, uh, you know, how many renditions of that um, have been tweaked by someone trying to clarify what they believe the previous person sharing it probably meant. Even if it's with good intent, you're still stuck with a general idea that maybe did make it over, but definitely not uh, word for word or an original um, to any of the teachings of the Buddha and probably any of his early followers. So with that said, what I wanted to get at in, in this specific podcast episode is this topic of authority. Um, I think this realizing this about the quotes, uh, I think is um, it's a fascinating moment to bring up what I think is a very common way of thinking in Buddhism, which is, well, where does this authority come from? If you read something and you agree with it, um, do you believe it because someone wrote it? You know, the, the whole sentiment of the Dalai Lama's quote 
most of us who read that and like it, we like it because the Dalai Lama said it. What if, you know, what if we had been using that quote and it was like, who said this? Joe Schmo who lives on the corner. That we'd be like, oh, I don't know then. You know, if Joe Schmo said it, I don't know. But if the Dalai Lama said it, oh, okay, now I'm paying a little bit more attention. Isn't it interesting that we do that? We, you know, the the words seem to be more powerful or more important depending on who said them. And this is the irony. I think Buddhism would want to flip that on us and say, why are we doing that? Why are we thinking that there's uh, any more power to what the sentiment of the quote is just because we thought it was said by the Dalai Lama rather than someone else? And, you know, this this has had me thinking for days now um, how natural it is for us to do this, to want to seek to some form of authority. It's It's an easy thing to do because then I don't have to spend the time to be introspective and decide how does this work for me? I can just go off of the authority of, well, I trust that he knows what he's doing. So if he says it, then I'm, I'm good. I encounter this all the time when I'm talking about uh, Buddhist teachings and concepts. People will always want to follow up either by uh, email or in, in a workshop or something with, well, what does Buddhism say about this? Or what does Buddhism, you know, how do you, what does it do about this or that? And I always find that interesting that there's this appeal to authority. It's like, hey, tell me what I should be doing if if I want to do this the right way, the Buddhist way. And if you browse on the internet, you'll find countless uh, articles that, that kind of do the same thing. The Buddhist approach to this or the Buddhist uh, understanding of this or that. And it's like, well, first of all, there isn't a Buddhist approach to this or to that because there's no one single collective Buddhism. So that's something to keep in mind. And the second one and I've mentioned this before, is why why would we want to um, appeal to some authority, whether it be the Buddha or the Dalai Lama or somebody who speaks on behalf of Buddhism, to tell us, oh, this is how it is. Okay, well, now that you said that, I'm going to go off of that. Um, authority comes from within. It comes from us. I think this is the, the, the radical realization that the Buddha had at the moment of of enlightenment, if you know, according to how I understand all these stories when I hear about them and read them, is that the Buddha had this moment where he realized he was the source of it all. He was the source of of the authority. And we can have that same experience. Suddenly to have that moment of realization that what I think, what I say and what I do, that is that's the only thing that matters to me. Suddenly I don't need to depend on, well, what would the Buddha say? What would the Buddha do? Um, because it becomes more about, well, what would I do? What would I say? Why am I saying this? Why am I thinking this? Why am I doing this? You are the ultimate source of authority. Now, when I uh, first started exploring this concept of, I guess you could say trusting yourself for me to try to trust myself. So the way this unfolded for me, I... I was a theistic believer, and I remember suddenly thinking, well, wait, how do I know there's a God? Well, because I trust the people who told me that there's a God. And that made me realize, well, then who do I really have faith in? I don't have faith in God. I have faith in the people who have told me about God. But I continued to explore that line of thought and realized, no, I don't have faith in them either. I have faith in myself for in my ability to trust that what these people are saying is true. So ultimately, 
it, it all came back to me again. It's like, well, I have faith in myself and my ability to discern that these people are speaking truth and I trust them. And therefore what they say is true, which is that this, there is a God and this is what that God wants of you. And that became a problematic, uh, thought for me in my head. I thought, well, wait a second. What's, there's nothing noble in that. All it is, is I trust myself so well that for me to tell myself that, yes, these guys are telling me the truth. That's trusting. That's me trusting me. How is that? How is that anything more than that? And that line of thought kind of became problematic. And and that's part of what started my transition away from wanting to believe in some form of external agent that was acting upon me for good or for bad. And I thought, well, if all of this stems from trust in myself anyway, why not find a tradition that, that focuses on that aspect of it? The, uh, the ability to look inward and to trust myself. Um, so that's, that's kind of the turmoil that I went through as I was going through a transition in my belief and in my faith. And I, I just wanted to turn inward and say, well, why do I, why do I trust the things that I trust? Why do I believe the things that I believe? And that form of introspective introspection worked really well with Buddhism and with the, the approach that Buddhism takes to a lot of these concepts where it's not about an external source. It's, it's all about, um, understanding yourself. So, I think this is a good time to emphasize that again, that this path, the path of being more mindful or the path of becoming a better, whatever you are, implies that this is you and there's no one else responsible for any of this. The, the ultimate authority in your journey of uh, self-understanding, of enlightenment, whatever you want to call this, it's you. You are the ultimate source. Nobody can come and tell you, Hey, here's the truth. I mean, they could, but, but, but there's no, that does nothing for you. What does everything for you is you understanding you and understanding why you believe the things that you believe, why you don't believe the things you don't believe, why you say the things you say and do the things you do and on and on and on where you become the ultimate authority. So in future podcast episodes, I'll probably still reference this sentiment, not quite as this quote, I'm going to kind of rethink it and rephrase it. You'll probably hear it in future podcast episodes as, uh, keep in mind, uh, the advice to blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to work with this. I just, I don't want to convey that this is a quote when it's not, but I do think it's appropriate to say, keep in mind the Dalai Lama's advice, um, that we don't need to become Buddhists. You know, he said, you can be a Christian, you can be a Jew, you can become a, you can be a whatever you are and still benefit from these teachings, uh, the teachings that come from Buddhism. So I think again, the, the advice is still spot on. Uh, I really enjoy, um, everything that's conveyed in that message. And I would still certainly stick to that with everything that we talk about here in this podcast, but I did want to at least make you aware that that is not a word for word quote. And furthermore, hopefully that makes you even more skeptical of anything that anyone's going to tell you is a quote. And if they, even if they do, and you think, oh, I really like that, especially because so-and-so said it, that's a really good opportunity to pause and say, why does it matter so much to, to me that so-and-so said it, whoever that so-and-so is, the Buddha, Jesus, whatever your authority goes to, 
um, ask yourself, why does that matter so much? Why does the authority have to go there when I understand that I am the ultimate source of my authority? Um, you're the one that decides what you believe, and that gives you the ultimate power. That's what I wanted to discuss in this short podcast episode, The Ultimate Authority. It's you. And uh, hopefully as you continue to learn and listen to and uh, hear about Buddhist teachings and concepts, keep in mind that at the end of the day, none of this means anything if it doesn't mean something to you, if it doesn't do something that helps you to understand you yourself better. Uh, So that's what I wanted to share. Uh, Again, if you want to learn more about Buddhism and mindfulness, you can always check out my books, Secular Buddhism, No-Nonsense Buddhism for Beginners, and the 5-Minute Mindfulness Journal. Those are all all three available on uh, noahrochetta.com. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, feel free to share it with others, write a review, give it a rating on iTunes, and you can always join the online community, secularbuddhism.com forward slash community. And if you want to make a donation to support the work I'm doing with the podcast, you can visit secularbuddhism.com and click the donate button. And that's all I have for now, but I look forward to recording another podcast episode soon. Thank you, and until next time.